to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Heavenly Father God, we just thank you for your presence here. Holy Spirit, this is your session. Have your way in our hearts and in our minds. We thank you for everyone watching online as well as everyone here. I ask that you open our hearts to heed your word, open our ears to hear your word, open our eyes to perceive your word, open our minds to understand your word, Father God, and give us the wisdom to apply your word into our lives. Thank you, Father God, for answering these prayers and doing exceeding abundantly above what we could ever ask, think, or imagine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to welcome everyone watching online as well as everyone here. We are dealing with how do you know if someone is the one you're supposed to marry? Some of you may have heard people come up, you know, apparently maybe not tonight, but I've heard people claim that when I saw him, I knew he was the one. Or you may hear a guy say, when I saw her, I knew she was the one. And a lot of us don't have that experience. In fact, a lot of us, perhaps we thought we met the right person and it didn't turn out to be. And we're wondering what's wrong with us. How come they knew and we didn't? The next time you meet somebody, who claims that when they saw their spouse, they knew that that person was the one. I want you to ask them this question. So what you're saying was, there were no other people that you thought was the one. Because a lot of times you don't get the whole story. You see, the person that they saw and it turned out to be the one for them may have been the 27th one. But you don't hear the story about the other 26. So here you are wondering, what is wrong with you? Now, I believe there are some select individuals that are right on the money. But for most people, it's not that way. So the question is, how do you know if someone is the one you're supposed to marry? Well, I can tell you this, you're going to need God to help you with that. You're going to need God's help. But here's a problem with that. Over the years, I've heard people say that God does not tell you who to marry. I've heard people say that God doesn't get involved in it. God will never direct you into who you should marry. And the reason God will not get involved in it is because if God hooks you up with someone and the relationship goes south, everyone begins to blame God for it. So people say that God will never tell you who to marry. God will never direct you to a specific person. God will never tell you who to marry. Well, that's uh, an interesting observation, but let's go into the word to find out if that is true. Some of you know the story of Adam and Eve. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 22, we are told that God made a woman out of the rib 
he took from the man and he brought her to him. She did not bring herself to him. He did not bring himself to her. He, God, brought her to him. So I think that's crystal clear that God gets involved and God directs you to a specific person. Now, somebody might say, nah, Tokes, I don't buy that. Because there's nowhere in that verse where the Bible says God told Adam, Adam, listen, this lady I brought to you here is Eve and she's your wife. There's nothing in that passage that says God told Eve, Eve, listen, I'm bringing you to this guy. His name is Adam. He's your husband. There's nothing like that in that verse because there are many scriptures that talk about God speaking to somebody. But in this case, we don't hear that. So someone could argue that we can't use that to say that God brings people together. God could have just brought her to be his friend, brought her to be his companion, which is some translations say just brought her to ensure that he's not lonely, you know, and Adam just decided to do his and marry her. That's fine. But God does not tell you who to marry. Well, if that's your argument, you have a point. So we're going to go somewhere else. Genesis 24. I'm actually going to read this. Check this out. In Genesis chapter 24, I'm reading from verses 12 to 15, the NIV version. Just to give a background, Abraham gets his servant to find a wife for his son Isaac. And here is the servant praying to God to help him out. Because I told you, if you're going to figure out the person God has for you, you're going to need God's help, correct? So here is he praying. He said this. Then he prayed, Lord, God of my master, Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master, Abraham. See, I am standing beside the spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink. And she says, drink and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen. Some translations say selected. Some translations say appointed. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this, I will know that you have shown kindness to my master before he had finished praying. Everybody say before he had finished praying. Rebecca came out with a jar on her shoulder and of course she did everything he prayed for and she ended up being Isaac's wife. Now that's another example that shows that God will direct you to a specific person. But the same person who's not believing this could say, nah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that because we don't hear God speak. We only hear the servant pray. We didn't hear God say, I heard your prayer. Here's Rebecca. Rebecca is the one for Isaac. It's not in the text. So, Tokes, you and all your gullible Christians who often use this scripture to tell people that God will direct people to a specific person, you guys don't know what you're talking about because I'm using your text to tell you it's not there. <laughs> 
because there are many other scriptures where we hear God speaking to people. So God is not speaking here. So where do we draw? Where do you guys draw the conclusion that God sets people up? If that's your argument, you have a point. Let's go somewhere else then. Hosea. Chapter one. Verses two to three. I'm going to paraphrase. When God began to speak through the prophet Hosea, the Lord God told him to marry a promiscuous woman and have a child with her. And Hosea married Gomer and had children with her. Wow. I thought you said that God does not tell anyone who to marry. But apparently, God does. Because in that scripture, it is clear that God told Hosea to marry someone. Now, someone could argue, like, okay, Tokes, okay, all right. God did tell him something. But God didn't tell him to marry Gomer. God didn't tell him to marry Gomer. God only told him to marry a promiscuous woman. The promiscuous woman he chose to marry was Gomer. That was his choice. Now, don't misunderstand me. What I'm talking about, I'm not saying you don't have a choice. That's not what I'm talking about. What I am saying is the argument is God will never direct you to a specific person. And the person arguing this will say, God didn't tell him to marry Gomer. God told him to marry a promiscuous woman. And Hosea chose Gomer as the promiscuous woman to marry. By the way, this is not a license for the guys to say, you know what? It's in the word, so I'm going to hook up with a stripper. Because it's in the word, folks. It's in the word. I'm going to hook me up a hoochie, Tokes. It's in the word, Tokes. Or a lady say, you know what, Tokes? It's in the word. I can hook up with a bad boy. Because if God told him to marry a promiscuous woman, then it's okay for me to hook up with anybody. But please do not do that. You're taking things out of context. God was trying to demonstrate through Hosea his relationship with his Israelite children. The Israelite children were, in a sense, prostituting themselves by worshiping idols. They were into idolatry. They were being disobedient. Instead of being uh, obeying God, instead of serving God, they were serving other gods. So God was trying to demonstrate through Hosea that I still love you even though you are prostituting yourselves to other gods and other belief systems. Okay, so this is not a license to do anything crazy. The only reason I brought this up was the argument that God will never tell you who to marry. But the person says, well, God didn't tell him to marry Gomer. And you know what? They're right. God did not tell him to marry Gomer. So consequently, what people say is God will give you guidelines. You do whatever you want. Choose whatever you want. Marry whoever you want. God will never tell you who to marry. I said, okay, you got me. You do have a point. So let's go somewhere else. How many of you know that Jesus gives the best example? 
Jesus gives the best example. Remember the story of his birth. Holy Spirit came to Mary and uh, told her that the baby in her womb is of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so I'm going to read Matthew chapter 1, verses 19 to 20. And it reads, Matthew 19, Matthew chapter 1, verses 19 to 20. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Edition. And it reads, And her, I find it interesting that it says promised in the Amplified Version. But we'll just overlook that. <laughs> and her promised husband, Joseph, being a just and upright man, and not willing to expose her publicly and to shame and disgrace her, decided to repudiate and dismiss, divorce her quietly and secretly. Note the Bible calls him a just and upright man. But as he was thinking this over, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of, from, out of the Holy Spirit. I stand corrected here, but did he just say, mention Joseph's name so that we don't misunderstand who God is talking to here? And did he just say, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife? Wow. It can't get any clearer than that. It's in the text. Jesus the birth of Jesus lets us see this, where God is sending an angel to tell Joseph that he should marry Mary. And that is what happened. That is what happened. Do you think God would get involved with just anybody? If this was not God, do you think God would get involved in this? This is this guy is supposed to be the father. This guy is supposed to be the father of his begotten son. He's not just going to let anybody be the father of his son. He's not just going to let that happen. So here is a good example of God sending an angel because when an angel shows up, angel represents God. OK, so. I went through all that spill just to let you know that there are certain things that God wants to do himself. There are certain things that God wants to do for you. And for those that want to get married, God wants to help you along those lines. In Proverbs 19, verse 14, I'm quoting from the Amplified Version. It says, houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a wise understanding and prudent wife is from the Lord. And I think it's applicable as in a good man is from the Lord. You can get some things from some people, but when it comes to marriage, a good spouse, the right spouse comes from God because there are certain things God wants to do for you. In the story of Adam and Eve, the Bible talks about how God stepped back and watched Adam as he gave names to the animals. God kind of watched him do it. But when it came time for Eve, God didn't step back. He stepped up and put him to sleep. And says, I got this. He took care of this for Adam. 
Because when it comes to spouses, God is like, I do a better job of bringing the right person to you. You see, God can let you choose a toothbrush. God can let you choose what kind of shoe you want to wear, what kind of car you want to drive. You can pray about that. That's cool. But how many of you know that if you buy the wrong shoe, it's not as devastating as hooking up with the wrong person? So there are certain things that God wants to do for you, and that's to find your spouse. Having said all of that, more than likely, God is not going to send you an angel to tell you that so-and-so is your spouse. More than likely, God is not going to speak to you the way he speaks to Hosea and tell you that you should marry so-and-so. Therefore, the question still remains. How do you know if a specific person is the one you're supposed to marry? How are you going to hear from God with regard to that? Because we've established that you're going to need God to help you. Well, I, I like the way Pastor Rick Warren kind of said this. He said, if you want to hear from God, don't search for a voice. Search for a verse. If you want to hear from God, don't search for a voice. Search for a verse. The primary way that God speaks to everybody is through the word. The fundamental, basic way that God speaks to everybody is through the word. Beyond that, God speaks to people differently. Okay? Apart from the word, God speaks to people differently. So let's not get caught up in trying to hear from God the way somebody said they heard from God. Because beyond the word, which is the primary way, God speaks to everybody. Beyond that, there are other secondary ways, whether it's dreams, whether it's visions, whether it's an impression in your heart. Whether it's circumstances, God used other means to speak to people as well, but it's different for different people. Now, regardless of how God speaks, whatever you think God is telling you or revealing to you has to line up with the word. But the fact remains, God speaks to people differently. We can see this in the story of Moses in Numbers chapter 12. Verses 6 to 8. I'm kind of paraphrasing this story. This is after a situation that happened. Moses married an Ethiopian woman and his brother, the priest Aaron, and sister, the prophet Miriam, were not happy about it. They criticized him about the Ethiopian woman that Moses married. Some of you, this may be news to some of you. Are you kidding me? It's in the text. Moses married an Ethiopian woman and his brother and sister criticized him about his decision. Then God decided to talk to them. And God said something like this. He said, when there is a prophet among you, I reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams but not so my servant Moses. 
I speak to him face to face. Clearly, not in riddles, he sees the form of the Lord. So basically, God is just telling us right here, I don't speak to everybody the same way. And the context of the conversation is prophets. This is just prophets here, not regular people. This is prophets. He's telling the prophet Miriam and the priest Aaron that, listen, I reveal myself to a prophet in a vision. I speak to them in a dream, but not Moses. Moses, I speak to him face to face. Note this. I speak to him clearly. Not in riddles, which means everybody else gets riddles. Moses gets exactly what God is saying because God tells him straight up. But everybody else gets riddles. Some of you heard God speak to you. But God gave you a riddle and you thought it was clear cut. And everybody's wondering or feeling puzzled. Like, what in the world? Well, duh, he only gave you a puzzle. Which means you got to wait on it for a while. Because the reality of what God's saying is not imminent. And that's why a lot of people get in trouble. And a lot of people, it could, if you're not careful, it could affect your faith. You begin to question, do I even hear from God? Yes, you do, but God doesn't tell you everything. I like to say it this way. God gives you a word, but we turn God's word into a sentence. God gives you a clip. We turn his clip into a movie. Complete with a sequel and a prequel. God tells a lady, you see that guy over there? That's all God said. And the lady tells her friends on Instagram and Facebook, the Lord told me that guy over there is my husband. And God is like, I didn't tell you that. She already married him. And God was like, if you had waited, I would have told you. See that guy over there? He is America's most wanted. <laughs> but she found out about that the hard way. Took advantage of her. Stole all her money. Broke her heart. Devastated her crying before God. And God is like, I didn't tell you to marry him. All I said was, see that guy over there. Or he tells a guy, see that lady over there. And the guy says, oh, the Lord told me that lady over there is my wife. And he marries her. She wrecks him, messes him all up. He's devastated. He doesn't understand why this happened. And God's like, I didn't tell you that she is your wife. I just said, look at her over there. Stay far away from her. Because you're not the first guy she's messed up. God doesn't tell you everything. Unless you're Moses. God doesn't tell you everything. For most of us, God doesn't tell us everything. This is the Old Testament. This is just prophets. All the prophets don't get the way Moses heard from God. They didn't, they didn't get it. Now, we are not Old Testament people. 
We are New Testament people. The Holy Spirit came, and because of the Holy Spirit, we have access to things that only prophets had in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, the way people heard from God was through the prophets. But I stand corrected. The scripture is not on the screen, but I believe it's Hebrew 1.1, where the writer was saying that in the, in, in the past, our ancestors heard from God through the prophets, but now we heard through Jesus, who is the Word of God. So the question remains, how do you know if a specific person is the one for you? Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed. Thank you.